music there from Mitch Getman here on Pacific Street Blues and Americana in a track there called Typical Fool. Mitch has a brand new album coming out, and he's got a show coming up to celebrate that on September 16th at the Slowdown Downtown. And with us in the studio to talk about this new album is Mitch Getman. Now, you've been on the show before. Yes, I have. How many? Like, at least, this is probably your third or fourth time, I would yeah, say. Third yeah, third or fourth time. Yeah. So, uh, ran into you the other night at the uh, Countryside Village. That was a nice mm-hmm. audience, a superb setting, Beautiful one of the best audience. live music settings ever. Yeah, I think, you know, it was a lovely night. The weather was perfect. So, um, you've been around for a while, but some of the listeners may not be intimately familiar with your career. Sure. So, you're from Omaha? Yep. And uh, five albums, two EPs, numerous singles. Yes, let's see. I believe we're at five albums here um, with the new one, Tilde. Two EPs, and yeah, a handful of one-off singles that, you know, just songs that didn't make certain albums okay. over the years. Well, you're kind of going back old school, because they would, like the Stones, release singles that were never on albums, like Honky Tonk Women or Street Fighting Man. Well, yeah, it's exactly that sort of concept, even though it's not being put on a 45. Yeah. You know, I still like that concept. Okay. I still think that some songs don't necessarily belong on the album from so, that time when the other songs came from. So what, so do you view an album kind of a, as, as an artistic statement in time? So these songs are all where I was at this moment in time, and then when the single comes out, it's just kind of, okay, I'm going in this direction? I always have viewed it that way um, until this new album. So this new album is where I kind of deviate from. And so seeing is, it that way. Is this kind of a concept album then or what it's so it's called like what a, Tilde? Yeah. Twenty tracks in all. Yes, twenty tracks. Um it's it is a concept album, but it also isn't. Maybe it's an anti concept album. <laughs> the unconceptual concept record? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean um I think um I've already released seven singles from the album. Um so I think by listening to those, people already get an idea of how every song on the record is kind of different from the next. Okay. So it's not really unified by any musical concepts. Um, and I didn't want it to be. I wanted it to be an expression of all different kinds of music that I like and like to play. And I don't really like to commit to any one genre or style and say mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my career. I'm kind of about exploring all of music. and So so you've kind of got this uh, Prince tendency where you go in and, and play, if not all, the majority of the al- uh, instruments on the album. Uh, are you doing that on this record then? or um, It started that way for sure. Um, cause I, I, I like to see it as I started recording this album in 2018, pretty much right after, uh, the release of some purgatory, my previous album. Um, I was living in Denver at the time and I just was in an apartment and had my laptop and I had some instruments. And so I started making demos, um, doing most tracks DI, um, or recording acoustic guitar with the condenser mic in the living room or whatever. And, um, a lot of those demos, became the final versions um, that are on Tilde. Um, certain songs that I started out there, like Pitfalls Ahead and Life Outside the Lines. Okay. 
Um, yeah. So, so when you're uh, recording, so you do the demo, and then do you like do the arrangement then after you've recorded a demo to try to flesh out the sound or the yeah the arrangement always kind of comes after I've recorded the bass, drums, you know, piano, guitar, kind of got the foundation set. Um, you know, sometimes I, I have the arrangement in mind as soon as the song is kind of conceived, and sometimes it happens, you know, amidst so, the production. So do you go out and have, like, different tempos or different instrumentations, and you alter that and see which version of the song you like, or is it just... Here's where I'm going, and there's one version of it, and that's the version. Um, I usually have a pretty good idea right off the bat of tempo and and that sort of thing. Um, but especially in this, in the case of this album, it took me years to really figure out what certain songs were missing. Okay. Um, and that again goes back to sort of more the arrangement. Um. So some of the arrangements changed a lot over the years, and things were taken away or added. So we're talking to Mitch Getman, and he's been around for quite some time. He's an, he's an old guy. No, he's not that old, really. But he's got a brand-new record out. It's called Tilde, and it's basically a double album, and he'll be uh, celebrating the release of that album on September 16th at the Slowdown uh, downtown. And, and here's a hard question. Is the world ready for a double album for Mitch Getman? Ooh, I think so. I think now is the time. I think uh, it's it's always been hard for me to make a, a short album, you know, an album of 40, 45 minutes. Um, now, the, now, the Beatles would do 28-minute albums. Yeah. Revolver, Rubber Soul. Yeah, I can't do that. That's 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 not enough time to say what I'm trying to say, usually. <laughs> okay. Uh, not to dig on the Beatles. No. But, but the White Album was a little longer than 28 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and then so when we take a look at the album and 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 the finished product that's forthcoming, you say there's no concept. Is there? I mean, what ties it together? Just the fact that you wrote it and recorded it, or every song on this record is kind of different one to the next stylistically. Okay. It's really just an unloading of every song that has been in my head um, four years that I've felt. I needed to get out, get recorded, and put out into the world. Why don't we take a listen to the song we had agreed, which is Daily Routine.
Hello, my name's Nick Roberts. I work for the BBC. When I want to hear the best American blues, I always check out Rick Galusha's Pacific Street Blues. It's the best. He hasn't paid me to say this, honest. You're listening to Pacific Street Blues on 89.7 The River. there from Mitch Gedman for you right here on Pacific Street Blues in Americana. Of course, Mitch is a homegrown artist. He's got five albums out in the Omaha market, plays here regularly, and he's got a brand new record coming out called Till Day. And they're going to celebrate the release of that album on September 16th 
at the Slowdown downtown. And with you on the on the show will be Matt Whipke. Of course, his latest album is called Gummy Soul. And then a band I'm not familiar with called The Good View. Good View. Yeah. Yep. And so did you pick the openers? or I did, yeah. Okay. And so you know these guys that we're seeing? Yeah. So, um, of course, I know Matt Whipke from you know playing in the scene for years. Um, very excited to have him. And then Good View, they were formerly known as The Bots. And okay. they're kind of a psychedelic garage rock kind of. Well, speaking thing. of that, you kind of have a psychedelic aspect to your influences, but you oh, were yeah. saying the other night that uh, you liked the old music and you had played covers from Velvet Underground, mm-hmm. and Gil Scott Heron, mm-hmm. uh, Lady Day, John Coltrane and mm-hmm. Lady Day, and some other ones. Uh, you played the Steely Dan track, which some Steely Dan. was really a uh, three-piece cover of steely dan that's yeah, courage peg. my friend oh thank you <laughs> it, it took it. it it was scary but you know yeah we got it we got to challenge ourselves okay and so uh kind of tell us who's in the band and and again uh talk a little bit about your influences and and uh, the psychedelia sure well um i have many influences i've been a music lover ever since you know i was really young and that's uh, that's why I do it myself. It's just to be a part of it, and you know, it's just the funnest thing ever. Yeah, I, I do like a lot of older music. You know, music from the '60s, like you said, the Velvet Underground. Of course, I'm a huge Beatles fan. Um, you know, um, psychedelic music is, you know, of course, awesome. And um, are you are you still a Radiohead fan? You? I'm a huge Radiohead fan. Yes, yeah. uh, always been, always will be. Prince, um, I know is. Prince, Prince is huge. Uh, I'm a big Tom Waits fan. Wow, I don't now, know if that, that's new though, isn't it? No, not really. Really, I don't think a lot of people realize that about me, but he's maybe my favorite. Tom Waits is your favorite. Yeah. I would never have. Picked yeah, probably. That. Okay, he's probably my number one if I had to pick one. So when we talk about, because you you can take some pretty hot licks on a guitar. What uh, is there a player that uh, you kind of modeled after or um, learned a lot well, from? Well, Prince is one of my favorite guitar players. Yeah, but are down. there any good guitar? Pl- I'm kidding. <laughs> it's an ongoing joke with some friends. Uh, what about Prince? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. geez. <laughs> we always have some fun <laughs> with that one. Well, okay, so Prince is a big influence. Were there any um, others? Uh, Robert Fripp, King Crimson. Of course. Um, Dean Ween of the band Ween. Okay. Um, huge fan. He's definitely... One of my favorites. I've always been a huge fan of The Edge. You too. Okay. He's probably my first. You know, was my first guitar hero. Um, and just what you can do with pedals and effects. You know. Could you kind of take Robert Fripp, who's very exact and precise, mm-hmm. and contrast that to The Edge, who's kind of loose and and uh, text. He's got like a sure. texture that Absolutely. hangs out there, and that's a pretty wide spectrum of soundscape. Yeah. Yeah, I like all kinds of stuff. I mean, I'm a huge Miles Davis fan. John Coltrane, same thing. It's all the same notes. Yeah, yeah. So John McLaughlin was a big player. Mike Stern was yeah. a big player for Miles. Yeah. You know, so. When I listen to jazz, though, I don't really listen to guitarists. Um, I mean, I don't know. Just not your thing. That's, I don't know. I mean, like, I like some Wes Montgomery. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but no, I guess I, I'm more listening to the horn players and the pianists and Stuff like that. The composers, you know, Mingus. Yeah. When I listen to music in general, I'm listening for composition more than anything. Because when you say Meng- Mingus, I think of Joni Mitchell, and then I think, well, she just recorded with uh, Herbie Hancock. They just performed oh, live, I, I think, Herbie. out in the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. So are you a Jan- uh, uh, Joni Mitchell fan? Yeah, I love Joni Mitchell. Yeah. What's not to love? 
Yeah, I kind of found her later in, in you know, in my mid-20s is probably when Joni really clicked for me. You know? Yeah. Now, I noticed that I didn't back announce the song that we opened this segment of the show with. It's a new track. It's called uh, As Soon As The Day Comes, It Goes By. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty unique name. Now, that song just mm-hmm. came out, right? Yeah, that's the latest single. Okay, okay. Just came out does, last Friday. Does the meaning, does the title have special meaning? It's a bit this, of a tongue twister. This one's pretty on the nose, I think, when you hear it. Um, this one is just about, you know, the mundaneness of everyday life. Um, but, yeah. Okay. I love Jimmy. And, and so the album, the name of the album is Tilde. Where's that yeah. coming from? I mean, I, we talked about what a Tilde is, but maybe you should tell the audience. Well, I'm reluctant to give away all my secrets <laughs> Okay. Um, about my anti-concept album, but... Um, Simply, tilde means title. Okay. But, um, like I said, um, like when we were talking earlier, uh, I have many reasons for calling it tilde, and I'm not going to give all of them away, but uh, one of the fun ones is that uh, one of the definitions of tilde is that it can mean approximately. Okay. And so if you translate that to Mitch Getman approximately, I think that's a pretty good way of explaining this album because every song is kind of different and there are all these different sides of my musicianship and me as a songwriter and as a as a listener and um, just a, a fan of music trying to take all the music that I love and that's influenced me and turn it into something that's my own, that's unique, that's my contribution to the music world. This collection of songs is kind of approximately what I'm all about at this point. Okay. In my musical And journey. there's a whole lot yet to come, though. Well, I certainly like to believe so. Are you... <laughs> I hope this isn't... I hope that I haven't spent the spent this, it with this one. This is not the swan song? Um, no. So, so when, when you're looking uh, and listening to music, are you listening to anything now, uh, a lot of, that's beginning to influence the sound? Are you, are you hearing new sounds and new acts and new textures that you're finding intriguing musically you mean like in in the current music mm-hmm. fabric honestly it's kind of few and far between and, and i hate to say that big thief is one of my favorites that's doing it right now probably my favorite they just did maha okay and i've that was the second time i've seen them and um yeah i love everything they're doing i think the songwriting is great uh adrian linker the vocalist the okay primary songwriters i understand it um yeah she has an amazing voice she's an amazing guitar player and they're a four-piece band that just they just really gel and they just really know how to be a band and they just you can tell they've lived it okay and, and they just have that feel that old feel so so you've got a, a three-piece band now yourself and who's the drummer the drummer uh is adam stoltenberg who okay. um has been collaborating with me for the last 10 years 10 plus mm-hmm. years uh he's he's done everything in my band from guitar to keys to drums he's a multi-instrumentalist um and yeah we pretty much produced this whole record in his basement and then the bass player the bass player is kevin sullivan okay and is kevin new then or kevin's new to my group okay uh kevin's a musician about town i'm sure a lot of listeners probably know who kevin is Kevin plays with all kinds of people. Currently, he's playing with the Omaha Beat Brigade. Um, I play with him in uh, William Danzy's band as well. Um, but yeah, Kevin's great. 
Okay. Yeah, it was great to have. And then you had mentioned group. that you're looking forward to maybe trying to add some new sounds and players to the band. Yeah, I am. So we're also going to be um, having Cole Kempke, a uh, very talented um, guitar player. He's going to be joining us at the album release show. And then after that, yeah, I'm I'm looking to start jamming a little bit with some good musicians, you know. Get some horns up there and maybe, maybe a keyboardist and some percussion and just having fun um i i recently got around to the bob dylan uh rolling thunder review mm-hmm, the yeah. the scorsese doc okay it just kind of well I seen it for the the documentary kind of is just about their whole tour okay and that whole era for him you know mm-hmm. after desire you know okay. and stuff and it kind of hit me it's like that's that's what i want to do next because okay. i want to you know i want to put this album out and I want to get the band together, and I just want to play. I just want to play and play. Being in the studio, I'm ready. Okay. To, You're ready I'm to ready go? to start uh, <laughs> working on the stage a little more. And we had so much fun the other night at Countryside Village, and I just want to start doing that like as much as possible. So. Do you plan in future shows to have a mystery woman get up and hug and dance you while you're playing? Enjoyable. Yeah, what Rick is referring to here is the uh, the woman who. Uh, came up on stage when I was playing Prince when when the band was playing Prince I could never take the place of your man which I thought was the perfect uh song really cuz I'm not sure what exactly her end goal was but she she seemed to have a good time she I, you she know? had she had her moment so um we're talking about uh, a new album release from Mitch Gutman it's an album called Tilde and on September 16th down at the Slowdown uh, they'll celebrate the release of that double-length album, 20 tracks in all, along with Matt Whipke and a band called The Good Views, which is kind of a psychedelic sort of rock sound to it. Yeah, Good View. Uh, good View, I'm good sorry. Good View, it's all right. Okay. And so uh, we're going to kind of close out here with a track called Midwest Melody. This is off the new album. Is there a good story behind this track? Yeah, surely. <laughs> Honestly, no, there isn't. I just think it's a really pretty song. It's it's probably one of my favorite songs I've ever written and recorded uh, using the whammy pedal. Um, it's actually just one chord. Okay. Act- I'm just playing an A chord in this in this main riff, and, and the pedal does all the work. <laughs> 